The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Welcome in. Special edition Stanford Steve and the Bear alongside the Bear. Uh, we're here. Uh, got two special guests here. Uh, two really good friends. Um, they're, they're as into it as, 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 pot, and as anyone is, uh, when it comes to sports gambling, gambling, Las Vegas, the whole nine. Uh, they're the voices of Follow the Money, Paulie Howard, Mitch Moss. You can hear them on VSIN every single morning. Uh, I, I really appreciate them taking the time to, to come in and, and join us today. Also too, after you listen to this podcast, please don't forget to download, rate, listen, subscribe to a new SV pod where Van Pelt had a memorable Maryland accent rant, and it was also joined by Nick Saban and Bill Mickelson. Welcome in. We uh, we said we'd try and give the people some some content uh, to, as they're driving around or, or, or just, you know, having some downtime. But Stanford Steve alongside the Bear, Chris Felica. Uh, if you hear some yells in the background, Bear, what do we got going? Gulfstream, we got Churchill going. We got Churchill going. I, I, I handicapped the entire Gulfstream card last night. <laughs> Six of the ten races were on the turf. And I handicapped everything for turf, and then I got more rain than expected this morning, and everything's off the turf. So I'm down on Gulfstream today, but uh, but we got a full uh, full car and uh, a Churchill ready to roll. All right, so this is Thursday afternoon. Uh, I do want to welcome in uh, two friends. Uh, I think really, really highly of these guys are are as in it as you can be when it comes to sports gambling. Gambling. Uh, they're the voices of follow the money on Veasan in Las Vegas. Uh, Paulie Howard, Mitch Moss, gentlemen, I, I appreciate you calling in. Thanks for having us on, pal. Yep, long time no you. talk. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it took long enough to get us on, but thanks a lot. I was going to say, yeah, this is the first, <laughs> first time the other way. I'm going to blame Steve for that. Jeez. All right. Uh, two weeks in a row. I can't win. Um, all right. I'm just going to get down to it. Uh, I'm going to be selfish here, okay? Uh, I'm going to start right off the top with the most important thing for me. When the hell am I going to be able to get back on a pie gal table in South Point Casino? Oh, 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 man. Oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you what. Let me ask you this. Are you okay? Are you okay playing at a pie gout table with the dividers? I'm sure you've seen some of the pictures and what they look like. Uh, is that something that looks appealing to you? Yeah, I, I should have started with this. I watched the, the, the run-through of Caesars last week on CNN with the dividers. I thought the roulette table was pretty fascinating. You know, three to a side. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I could sit down. I mean, I think in a way it, it helps people because a lot of times, I mean, I know, I know Paulie's not the most talkative person at a table, but like, you know, I don't, I don't care to talk to somebody next to me. Give me my cards and let me win my money. Right, right. They're, they're not interesting anyways. There's nothing to be said. Uh, <laughs> it, it could help if there's only three or four people at a table. I'll tell you a couple other things too. Well, a couple places are going to experiment with not being able to touch the cards at blackjack and combine that with no smoking. Either. Wow. There's void properties are looking at that. So it's going to be, uh, it could be a total fiasco where you, you could, it could be a, it's going to be a very different Las Vegas, uh, when, whenever we, uh, we open up here. And a lot of things you're used to seeing or doing, not going to be the case anymore. What's one thing you, like, you think that we're never going to see again? Like, like that, those days are done. I'll start and Mitch can finish it. The buffets. Buffets <laughs> are going to be done. Uh, they, 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 they were, they would lose money on them all the time. It was just a way to get people in the door. That's a petri dish. That, that, they're done. Oh, yeah. Uh, live poker is on its deathbed. I don't think, Ooh. I think no one's going to play four handed. 
and I don't see how you're going to be able to uh, to do live poker. And most places aren't going to reopen their poker rooms. And I'll tell you right now, we're sitting here in May. Who wants to go to a club and pay twelve dollars for a Bud Light and elbow to elbow with people right now? I mean, the pool day clubs, the night clubs, forget that too. Forget it. I'll give you another one. Like a lot of these casinos, the local spots anyway. Throw out the strip here for a second. A lot of these local casinos, they have all recently put in these luxury theaters. Do you want to go mm. watch the next Superman or Star Wars, whatever might be coming out, the next big blockbuster yep. with a packed theater? Uh, I can't <laughs> imagine that that's going to be, you know, and we're talking about those, you know, leather seats, recliners. Yeah. You get a button, all of a sudden you have a server coming over. Hello, sir. Would you like wine, beer? Would you want some chicken fingers? What do you like? I don't think anybody's going to do that. And as Paul was saying on the poker games, there's actually a company in Las Vegas that tweeted this out uh, earlier this week. They said our sales are like skyrocketing because poker players are coming in. They're buying tables. They're going to have underground games at their houses now because they don't want to go to a. They don't want. They don't want anything to do with a four-handed poker game. So they don't. You know that's going to be out. Yeah. I saw the thing at at, uh, at, at on Caesars. I, I, I keep referencing it because it's it's all I got until I, I got to talk to you guys. But like no chairs in front of slots. I saw that. Like how the, how the how slots are done because of the touching? Yeah. Every other. Every other machine will be shut down. Every other. Wow. Wow. And I'll give you another one. I mean, let, let's say this gets we, – we, we have the NFL. What's what's a sports book going to look like for the Super Bowl or March Madness? Are they going to have ballrooms open? Is going to be social distancing and, and sports books? I mean, is that – well, how the hell is that going to happen? Think about how many chairs they have in a sports book at the Westgate. thing is yeah. massive. If they have to separate those chairs and have like six feet between chairs and then between rows, how many how many chairs do they have to take out? I mean, that's going to eliminate a ton of people that could possibly be in some some place like that. Well, that's the thing is, you know, you think about these uh, cabanas, you know, or whatever. You th- I'm thinking like an indoor cabana, but you know, say you do get ten people, that's all you can have in a, in a certain size room. So as far mm-hmm. as like trying to separate people. Uh, it's, it's, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that, that's why I want to talk to you guys, but you know, from your instance, you guys every day, every morning, every night, I should say, or, or, or were going into the South Point Casino, your guys' studio is, is right in there. What have you guys been told, you know, from a working standpoint, what, you know, will you guys do the show again together in that, in that studio? I'm guessing at some point, but I gotta be honest, if we had the option, I kind of like doing the show from home. I mean, yeah. You know, sometimes we're stepping on each other because we're not next to each other and we can't get that nonverbal mm. communication. But other than that, I, you know, how many people in this country that have actually their jobs are working from home right now? I don't want to get up and leave every single day. I kind of like it. But um, they've been real careful, careful from the get-go, so I think they're going to really take their time before we have all these full shows back inside the studio. Yeah, these full-board gloomy gusts here. Jesus, you're bringing it. <laughs> uh, that, that's, uh, we haven't had that discussion, but I would hope – uh, if we get back to the NBA and NHL and these casinos finally open in June, that we're able to go back in by July and, and start doing the shows together and, and spread out a little bit. But uh, we, we haven't, yeah, we haven't really got into that yet because casinos still aren't open, which a lot of people are. I know our guy Mike Baum's frustrated. I mean, you, you can oh. see the casinos are open in Arizona, and some of them are open in, in California, and they're crushing in South Dakota. We still have the go-ahead in Nevada. Is this going to be the end of craps as we know it? Uh, you know, we're talking about all these other table games because you could walk anywhere in Las Vegas on a busy weekend, right? Friday, Saturday, I think of like big fight nights, fight weekends, whatever. And the most crowded spot, like in a casino, other than maybe a bar, is going to be at a hot craps table. When you have 
30, 40 people that are just around watching, and then it's a full table of people playing that game, and they might have some shooter that's on a roll, and they're going to limit that to, I think, I saw six people. What is that going to be like? That's going to be the end of craps. You get six people at a craps game on a Friday or yeah. Saturday, Saturday night, it's a waste of space. I'm glad you mentioned Mike before, because I was actually uh, thinking about him the other day, This was, and I saw that on their Twitter feed all the pictures at Circle. Like, how is their construction and all the plans that they had in store? What's going on there? I haven't spoken to Mike about that. Has, have you guys had him on at all to, to, to talk about what's going on yeah. there? He said full steam ahead, and they're on schedule. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. They still are uh, ready to go and excited about December. They're going to have that jewel downtown uh, with the biggest sports book in the world. So uh, they're still excited. Everything's uh, a full goal from what he said. What floor is your suite going to be on, Paul? We're still efforting that, yes. we got to work that out. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's gotta be, you know, I would love to just uh, wake, up, wake up and go right downstairs in the studio. we got to work that out. It's got to be pet friendly, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, and, too, and he's expecting the suite to be fully comped. He doesn't want to pay rent whatsoever for any of it. I don't blame him. The man of the people. And, and, and I'm it. guessing no no kitchen in there at all either. How have you cooked in the Absolutely. last three months? <laughs> yeah, haven't cooked since 1997. The streets alive and well, there. You know it. All right, so you know we're we're trying to hit on, on stuff in the desert. What do you got? What do you got for us? You know, you got. I'm sure you guys got questions. You're you're trying to crank out data and, and content every day. What what what's on your guys' mind when you look at the, the sports landscape? Well, okay, I, I've been dying to ask you guys this. Mm-hmm. Um, our buddy Paul Stone has been working basically, from what I gather, like around the clock. He's going full steam ahead, right, with the idea that we're going to get college football. Yep. That's the one sport to me that I doubted the most coming back at this point. You know, maybe you get it. Maybe I'm going to be wrong on that. Did you guys have that same game plan as Paul where you're like, okay, I'm taking my chance. I'm going to study up now on college football now that we're in this pandemic and I'm in a lockdown more than ever. Or did you say we might not have the season? So what's the point? Um, well, I, you know, what's funny is, is right off the get when we decided that we were still going to do the show, you know, we, we obviously had to expand you know, the thoughts of, um, of, of guests, you know, we had the, you know, no highlights and stuff like that. So, you know, we just started, you know, obviously we have our Woj on and our passing and our Schefter to, to update the, the means of news. But, uh, one of the first guys that, um, I thought it was Brian Kelly with the idea of, you know, game, college game day in Notre Dame, supposedly starting a season over in Dublin, right? Ireland, Bear? Mm-hmm. That's what it's spo- yep. Yep. supposed to be Dublin. And, uh, you know, we just had him on because then I read a thing about Notre Dame not being, you know, they weren't going to offer online classes. And Brian Kelly came right out, right at the start and said, as long as we are up and running, July, and by, I would say up and running, I think, I have, you know, his players, the majority of them on campus, by July 1, he didn't feel like it would be a problem to have the season started. You know, maybe, obviously, the Ireland thing would be would be still on hold. But as long as he had everything up and running July 1, he felt to get that eight weeks in, you know, this the season would go full steam ahead. So I was always optimistic in college, you know, the college football season. The issue I had was from my end because I have, a, you know, so many more things on my plate with uh, wife working from home, kids at home every day. Like the day was when I did all my studying and reading you know, for college football. So I went back and looked at, you know, what Bear and I started doing, and it was like right around now 
was memory, you know, you know, uh, South Point was the time, you know, Memorial Day was when you first got those game of the year. Uh, I think Westgate started doing a game of the year lines, uh, Memorial Day weekend. So I was holding out until now just because I didn't want to do stuff to waste my time. Um, but you know, I, I, I listen to Paul as much as possible. I know how much he is to your guys show. So I was just cautiously optimistic, uh, because I just didn't want to waste time with all that was going on. But I, I do think there's going to be a season. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with Steve because initially uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to take a wait-and-see approach. And I was busy getting ready for the NFL draft, so I didn't have uh, a lot of like in-depth looking forward to some things. That, so I'm like, you know what, hold off and, and, and wait. And then when Caesars was the first to post uh, some of those uh, season win totals and odds to win the conference title, and we got asked to – to provide some content, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to take the, the, the optimistic, positive approach that we are going to have a season. I, I'm going to do a little prep work and, and get my mind uh, situated towards these numbers and taking a look at maybe uh, some of the, the, the better plays out there. Uh, I, I haven't been looking at as much uh, lately because I still uh, I still really don't know what form the season's going to hold, but I'll probably start taking a look at it now. Uh, over the next couple of weeks, once we get a better idea of yeah. who's going to play, how many games, and, and such. But, but yeah, I, I think at first we were all in, in, in the great unknown of is there going to be a season. But uh, Steve hit on that Dublin thing. I have not been told that we're not going to Dublin and there's not going to be a game or is going like I've heard no information that there's not a game. I haven't been told we're not going to Dublin. So as of right now, uh, that, that, that's still on the right. table. Who knows ultimately. If it will happen, but they, they, they're, they're, it's out there. I mean, there's going to be a season. I think we just don't know in, in, in what form. Is it going to be conference games only? Is it going to be some fans? Is it going to be no fans? Um, will they start on time? Will, will there be like a break during the winter if there's a, if the virus gets worse? But, but it, I am very, very yeah. confident that there will be college football uh, in some fashion this calendar year. The one thing okay. I will add, guys, is, is – hold on, I'll get to you, Paul, in a second. But the other thing is just like the idea there was no spring ball. You know, the transfer portal is out of its mind. Uh, you know, you got guys that were redshirting last year. The information is just so much harder to get now. And it's just – you know, it's going to take that much deeper of a dive uh, as far as, you know, accumulating that information and then, you know, laying it all out. Uh, you, I mean, you guys are in it. You, you know what you guys like when you're looking, you know, when you're forecasting a season. I mean, spring ball is huge for me. I want to know who's practicing, who's not, how many freshmen, you know, reported early. Uh, I mean, you look at the, I mean, if you want, we can get in the recruiting things. Van Pell and I did a thing on our podcast last night about look at the top 10 recruiting. It's inc- you got Iowa up there. Uh, Maryland's up there. All these, all these schools that are just saying, you know what? We're offering these commits to the in-state guys. They can't come to our camps. We can't go see them. Uh, we're going off of film and they're just going off of film and it's incredible. You got Minnesota as a top five recruiting class right now. Tennessee has 22 commits. Uh, so it is, it is a definite, a, a different, a whole different animal, uh, as we are here in May, you know, approaching the season. And you saw where USC was. I mean, near the bottom, oh, yeah. hard to fathom. I, I would say you would have to downgrade programs with a new coach, with a new coach and a new quarterback, and installing a new system. That 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 could take a longer time than usual. I have the exact same questions as Bear. Uh, also, if you're if we're halfway through this and, and a team has a run on positive tests, uh, what happens? 
If mm. you play, the, are you, is it a forfeit? Do you take them off for two weeks? Uh, I mean, do, do you have to move the games around? I mean, how, how does that work? And, and I, your own Greg McElroy just had a good point that it just he, he was just being real about, hey, these, college football makes up 80 to 85% of the revenue of these, uh, acad- these academic programs and, and all the money that they bring in. And I saw today yep. East Carolina canceled four programs, four different <laughs> sports, including swimming. So, I mean, as Greg said, you're going to have to have college football because it brings in so much money to all these these schools and programs. Well, you know, I mean, and, and that's and that's basically all, you know, what's left now. Uh, you know, we saw Ohio State, you know, yesterday mentioning the idea of playing with, you know, a, a possibly 20 to 50K. Um, uh, it's, it's shocking that they would come out with that uh, report, knowing how they – good luck trying to figure out which 20K get into the stands with that fan base. Um, but I think even when you look ahead to the pro level guys, you know, the, the idea that they need this TV money, I mean, there's the NHL people are talking about, you know, billion, uh, you know, if, if there's no season NBA's more, I mean, it just started with NHL and just go up from there. Uh, we had Manfred on the first three days of the pandemic, uh, after, and he talked about it, how much, you know, they need their gate. Well, you know, and, 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 and Woj comes on last night and says, you know, but he feels good about basketball getting settled because you can't be as bad as the way as separated as the baseball side of things are. So, I mean, it's just I, getting back to it and rounding up college football. I, I do feel confident. Harbaugh says, you know, games with without fans are are uh, are better than no games at all. So, I mean, that's 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 the most black and white thing right there I could see. And I, I agree with that notion. I would think they would get rid of the lower tier bowl games as well. If you're going to mm. shut all these campuses down with Thanksgiving, I mean, are you going to bring everyone together, back together for a team that went seven and five and, and play in the weed or bowl somewhere in the, at the end of December? I mean, I, I, I can't see, I don't know if they're going to do that either. Yeah. And, and what does that mean for, I mean, cause a lot, a lot of those lesser bowls are, are teams comprised from the back and the Sunbelt and conference USA. Uh, like, will, will those bowls take place if, uh, we have only like power five schedules and no non-conference games with some of these group of five. Like how are those group of five teams going to make up, uh, their, their schedules? There, there, there are a lot of unanswered questions, but you hit on something important before about how you're going to go handicap in the season, uh, with, with like new quarterbacks and new coordinators and new coaches. Like I, I, like the first team that came to, to my mind is Georgia, who I'm super high on, but you've got a new coordinator. You've got a new, a, a new offensive line coach. Uh, you've got a new yeah. quarterback in Newman. Uh, you've got uh, some freshman wide receivers who are going to have to come in. But, like, they are super talented. He's probably going to have the best defense he's ever had, whether it's Georgia or Alabama or wherever he's been. But, like, like, how, like is it going to take just too much time for Georgia to re- really gel and be be the team we think they can be? And uh, you know how a lot of these offshore books, these global books, like to put up the, the market, like who will, which quarterback will take the first snap from center, who will be the opening game starter. I, I think you're going to maybe see an adjustment in a lot of these prices because I, I don't think you're going to have as many freshmen coming in and, and taking uh, snaps right away. I, I think – if you're playing those markets as they get posted globally, you're probably going to want to err on the side of the of the upperclassman who's been there and that the coach is probably more comfortable with, and then maybe the guy who was brought in as a freshman is probably more talented. Oklahoma's supposed to be good again, but how confident huh. are you in Spencer Rattler? I mean, here's mm-hmm. a guy who hasn't played. A, he's twelve to one in some spots to win the Heisman. Unbelievable. 
Pitt never played a game. I mean, this is, this is lunacy. Uh, so, you know, you might be right. I mean, you, you trust a Herm Edwards at Arizona State at like 20 to 1 to maybe make some noise in the Pac-12 as opposed to who's the teams that are near the favorite with, with Oregon and USC again, too. I mean, I, I, I don't know. All excellent points you bring up. And, and if you maybe want to look at some long shots, who knows? It's funny that Paulie brought up Oregon because if we do get Pac-12 football this year, I saw that price too. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Okay, so Arroyo is gone. He's now the head coach at UNLV. They're mm-hmm. missing Herbert, top six pick in the draft. They lost some other key guys uh, from that team. They're plus 120 to win the Pac-12. Like, that seems ridiculous <laughs> to me. I mean, by default, they, they get that number? How did they come up with that? They got the buys in week one, right? Give me the bison. Give me the bison. And they got Ohio State week two. Is that yeah, right. That? Yeah. That's that. Yeah. You talk about a building up for a Super Bowl. They, that that's a school that wants that game played. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Mitch, what what intrigues you on the pro level? Uh, pro football. Well, I think we're. See, that's, I've been confident about the NFL the whole time. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to hit it. You know, with or without the fans, probably without maybe at the very beginning. But I I think that. Paul and I go back and forth on this. He, he thinks he doesn't like Mike McCarthy. I'm, gonna, I'm willing to give that guy a second chance. I think that can be an upgrade. That's going to be addition by subtraction with the offense because Garrett was such a clown with that, you know, and Michael Lombardi giving the nickname the Clapper, which was so apropos. But just like some of these teams at the very top, uh, and you look at Baltimore, they only got better, I think, in the offseason. They made some unbelievable transactions, had a really good draft, uh, loved the coaching staff, and they have a the back end of their schedule is very easy. Uh, the last month is the, the, against Cupcakes. So I just think, um, try, you know, seeing how good they can be this year. I know people actually have them power rated a little bit lower than the Chiefs. The thing is, like, we always get a major turnover in the playoffs in the NFL. But I do think it's setting up for the teams at the top that were really good last year to be really good again this year. With the, Okay. With the exception of the Patriots, though. Oh, my God. Their roster's hideous. <laughs> yep. And now you have Stidham now? I mean, every while Belichick. I mean, Belichick's the man, but I th- they might win six games. They might they finish in last serious. place. They can't be serious play- with Jared Stidham. They can't be. That's what I thought. I know. That's what I thought. I mean, it's and it's not an embarrassment of riches around them too. So I think it's going to be a long year for the Patriots. And I, I tell you what, you want to talk about a fall from grace? Look what the Rams are doing. Oh my oh. God! Bad bad contracts left and right, left and right. The Rams might finish in last because I'm anxious to see what Kingsbury and Murray can do at Arizona. Now he's got even more toys. So, I mean, what the Rams, I mean, they just meet in the Super Bowl not that long ago. I think the Patriots are going to struggle. I think the Rams could be a last-place team. I, I agree. By the way, fellas, it's an abomination if the Bears traded for Nick Foles and he's not the week one starter. If they go with Mitchell Trubisky as the guy <laughs> because they drafted him and that's, it's going to be politics to work out, what, what a joke that is. There's no way you can tell me that if he beats him out, it wasn't a true competition in training camp. I, 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 if you play Foles week one, you're basically saying Trubisky's never going to get on the field again except for the case of injury or garbage time. I guess that's the only risk you run there. But if you're bringing in Foles, aren't you basically saying the Trubisky era is over to begin with? I, I, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. The other thing, I, I want to see what Brady does with Tampa. And I'll ask you guys, I think Tampa's going to be this year's Cleveland, where the public's going to be all over them. The public was in love with Cleveland last year, and they vomited on themselves. Uh, I just think Tampa's – and there's props up. Who will win more games, Belichick or Brady? And it's actually uh-huh. close, which surprises me. That's a great prop that several places have put up, and I'm anxious to see what Tom does 
And, and the thing is, you know, they won they won seven games last year, and they got a guy throwing thirty interceptions. So you know, Tom <laughs> takes care of the ball. So you figure, okay, they may, maybe should get nine, ten wins on accident because because Tom doesn't turn it over. But but then again, what what is uh, uh, Arian says? No risk it, no biscuit. So will Brady take a beating back behind that offensive line too? I, I don't know. It's gonna be fascinating to watch. I love the Cleveland comparison because I I, yes. I, I, I am I'm totally in line with that. The only the, the two things obviously you're dealing with Tom Brady is instead of Ray Baker Mayfield, and you're dealing with mm-hmm. Bruce Arians instead of Freddie Kitchens. I mean, yeah. those are the two <laughs> the two yeah. big things. But, but I I yeah. love that analogy and that. But I do think. Tampa is going to be super overvalued this year. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. I, I just, I mean, I just, I, I get it, but man, you got to trust Brady way more than Mayfield with, with the toys that he has to play with. I mean, he's got some nice. I mean, mm-hmm. you also look at the draft. I love that what they did with the draft. I mean, they got five Big Ten. I think four or five Big Ten players in the first three rounds. I, I had worse was my favorite tackle in the draft. Uh, I love the receiver they got out of. Out of Minnesota, that kid's a player. Um, I mean, the the toys that Brady has to play with, he, he is stacked. Uh, but I, I do understand where you came from a hype point for sure. Uh, the Tampa comparison is is pretty darn valid. How good does that Raiders stadium look out there? I can't believe how good of a job they did with that thing. I'm blown away yeah. by it. I can't believe this is happening. It's like I'm dreaming. I mean, they you guys yeah. go you you don't have, you don't have to go far, that far back where they wouldn't. Let Las Vegas run advertising during the Super Bowl, and they <laughs> couldn't even promote the TV show Las Vegas uh, on right. NBC when they had the yep. rights to the game. That's what that's what the NFL thought about Las Vegas and gambling, and now they're giving us a franchise. And when it's not you know not like an expansion team, it's the Raiders as well. So I just I just can't believe what's happened here in the last two years. It, it, I, the, the relationship was horrible forever, especially with Tagliabue. The other thing is, because uh, uh, we, 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 we love college football, I'm confident that Rule can come in and turn it around at Carolina. Oh, yep. he is a, totally. He's an unbelievable coach. Their win total opened as low as four and a half in some spots. And the other thing, I want to see if Burrow is going to be a one-year wonder. I mean, the best college football season of all time. But what does he look like now? How much credit goes to Brady? How much credit was, was, was Burrow? I mean, I want mm-hmm. to see what, what Burrow looks like now with the Bengals. Now Because remember, he didn't put up big numbers uh, – Two years ago, until that that ball went against Central Florida, so I'm anxious to see what Bur- uh, Burrow does. Exactly, he, he, I think he had nine touchdown passes on the year before that ball game against UCF. And uh, yeah. again, you, I, you hate being like Mr. Negative, Mr. Contrary, Mr. Naysayer, but I, how is he going to do without those receivers, without Edward Hilaire, without? It was basically the, the change to Brady. Like if you, if they're going to go in there and they're going to say and take aspects of that Joe Brady offense and let him run that in Cincinnati, then 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 okay, he's got a chance. But I I I I'd be worried about it, expecting him to come in right away and put up those unbelievable numbers. Or Matt Rule at sixty to one to be the coach of the year. In fact, it looked over the last since nineteen ninety, uh, the award went to first year coaches ten times. So ten times in twenty nine years. Um, I'm not including two thousand twelve because Arians took over in October. Or Pagano, and he got the coach of the year, but 60 to 1 for that guy. And they're bringing in Bridgewater, who doesn't turn the ball over. By the way, he's been an ATS machine in his career in the oh, yeah. NFL. Uh, oh, I think yeah. that's a pretty good bet. It's for, still for, 60 to 1 right now? Up around. It's still available. Wow. wow. And, and, for, and for a team like that, like, like, 
uh, whether you're looking at Carolina or, or even a team like Miami with Brian Flores, like if the Dolphins go seven and uh-huh. nine, Flores could win Coach of the Year. Like if Carolina could go eight and eight or, or nine and seven, and and you could get a, a Coach mm-hmm. of the Year for Rule. So it's just going to be based on a lot of the improvements. So like I, I'm with you. I think Rule and Brian Flores are probably two guys that that you might be worth taking a look at. Uh, is there is there anything else sports wise? Because we definitely have to break down humans top twenty five fast food power rankings. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, well, we had we got Doug off the milk carton today. It's good to see Doug. This kid's a lunatic with the ping pong. The running oh, table, unbelievable. The guy's a lunatic. He's breaking it he's down. He's playing wagering. He's sending me texts like every other day. Uh, Top of your loss, minus two. I'm like, what are you talking about? Where does he? Wa- where do you watch it? <laughs> Live stream, oh, you right, Mitch? Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Mitch, are you up and down on ping pong this year? I'm a little bit down. Uh, it, right. It's so streaky, you have no idea. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, I lost uh, a bet that I lost this week. I, my my guy was up two sets to one. He was up eight to four in the fourth set. He's laying eight dollars. I'm like, okay, this one's easy. It flipped Whoa. just like that, and it was a loser. And then it was like downward spiral. But this stuff is uh. It's better. It's faster than first period in hockey. It's 10, 15 minutes. You're in and you're out. And they have like, a, it's like 200 matches a day. And by the way, you can bet on Czech Republic has a league. Uh, I noticed a league over the Ukraine. Who knew that like, like the Ukraine, there must be like a thousand matches a day. It's nuts. That is, that is too much. Uh, by Paul, the, you... team, some of these guys are opening up at a dollar eight. They're closing at $4. Jeez. And a ton of favorites. It appears a dog is incapable of winning a match. I mean, it's just well, a ton of favorites. That's what I was going to ask. Is like I can't imagine these guys are making a ton of money. Like, like, like I, I wonder how much yeah. money business is going on there. Like, I'm, 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 yeah. seriously, I'm surprised to hear that you yeah. haven't had a couple of big, big favorites take a uh, take take a dive, and maybe they probably make more money betting on their opponent winning as a big underdog than they do uh, winning, yeah. winning one of these damn matches. They making more than highlight players? Ooh. No, I can't. I can't imagine that. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine them making more. Well, I shouldn't say that now, but back in the the good the good old days of Miami and Dania Beach, those guys did okay. All right. Okay. Um, any any precursors you guys want to mention uh, as we bring up Matt Humans' uh, fast food power rankings? Uh, you want to give the people a little background on Matt Humans if they're not familiar? Sure, total animal. Uh, if, if there's a if there's a nuclear holocaust, he'll emerge under a box of uh, uh, boxes. He, uh, he, he 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 doesn't have silverware. He doesn't have silverware. Uh, four to six meals a day. It's all fast food. And and then he compiled this list of his top twenty five fast food rankings that he updates every year. And I'll tell you, it got heated. Uh, you know, and it's, and people are passionate about their fast food, but this guy goes all over them. I mean, he, for example, he had Zippy's at number five. Zippy's checking in at number five. They're Hawaiian place. Uh, yeah, where's yeah, Hawaii? Yeah, Hawaii. Yeah, number five. Absolutely. Mitch, anything to add? Well, if ever. As far as humans, as far as humans. Yeah, you know, if anybody ever can come up with a top 25 list and you can trust it, like what's good, what's not, it would be this guy. It's no joke. He eats up to seven. Seven fast food meals a day. It's between four and six normally, but I will do seven. He has two lunches every single time. It's like clockwork. As Paulie said, he has never owned a dish in his life. 
He doesn't do the dishes. He has nothing. What, what's it like when he brings a girl over to his house? What does that house look like is what I want to know. Um, <laughs> what, what is she so, so He said he's going to be the guy, right? He forgot the best part. He had a girl over, and she was going through his cupboards. He found taco shells from 2009. <laughs> <laughs> he told that on air yesterday. It's a true story. Yeah. Oh. And he, he thought that she could still use him because, really, he thought that taco shells will never go, go, go back, regardless if there's a born-on date or not or a due date, whatever. <laughs> but he just, and he's traveled, by the way, so he covers sports like his whole life, and he's traveled around the country. And he goes to sporting events like in, in Hawaii, like Boston and whatever. So he tries all these spots and he goes to Big Ten campuses and wherever else, you know. So he, he knows spots I've never heard of in my entire life. But it's just it's an incredible list. And he, uh, and he, no matter what, by the way, guys, no matter who comes up with the top 25 boots in fast food rankings, I would argue there's not another person on the planet that's going to agree with every one of your rankings. So just, you know, you're going to get resistance from everybody. Yeah, I, I was happy to see McDonald's as high as they were. It's, it's just. <laughs> You, oh, you can't go oh. wrong when you McDonald's is Americana. Yeah, you walk in there, go. you know you're gonna get for good fries. You know you're gonna get quarter pounder with cheese, a, a nice fountain coke. I mean, it, I, I always say it's just a good old classic American staple. You're great in the name. That's uh, you know, that's brand name bias. As Bill Burr said, once they started making the salad, it was over. Quit worrying about the health. <laughs> on Burger King. I got a big problem with Burger King number 20 and McDonald's at number four because I go to Burger King a lot and they got better shakes, better value meal, better drive through better chicken sandwich and the Whopper's better than the Big Mac and the fries or at least in the ballpark, they're close. How are you going to tell me Burger King's 20 and McDonald's is four? McDonald's got to do a better job. And, and One of my good uh, horse player buddies, Brett, uh, Brett Wiener, is, a, uh, is in the same boat as you. We were out there this past uh, uh, July or August, whatever it was, for he's like, like, oh, he's like, what do you want? I'm like, yeah, McDonald's, Burger King, whatever. He's like, oh, no, we're, we're going to Burger King. I'm like, okay, we'll go to Burger King. They may make it happy. But, yeah, I, I had a little – I thought KFC should have been a little higher. I mean, I mean, I mean yeah. every now and then, like a good KFC uh, chicken combo there. See, I, my, my wife is going to yell at me, and whenever I bring it up, she just – Rolls her eyes like I love the Kentucky Fried Chicken mashed potatoes. Right, I, I know they're. I know they are terrific. <laughs> gravy, yeah. oh, it's just it's a bowl of salt and preservatives. I know that, but every sure. now and then you just kind of got to indulge yep. that. Smart. Well, don't you dare, don't you dare sleep on Wendy's. Look out for Wendy's oh, yeah. now with the breakfast totally menu. The Frosty's underrated. Wendy's does a good job. They got eclectic mix on that menu as well. Wendy's at 11. I got a problem with that too. And of course, Popeyes is skyrocketing with the chicken sandwich now as well. Popeyes moving up the list too with some phenomenal sides as well. In addition to the chicken sandwich. Let's, uh, let's just, let me get, let me just give the people the breakdown in case they, you know, they can't find it, but it's Matt Humans, uh, top 25, his top 10. Let's go with his top 10. Chick-fil-A, one. Portillo's, two. Freddy's Steak Burgers, three. I never had two or three. Uh, McDonald's, four. Zippy's, five. We mentioned that in Hawaii. A very underrated Raising Cane's at six. The best chicken tenders on on the planet. Steak and Shake ahead of In-N-Out at seven. I can't believe. Eight In-N-Out, nine Whataburger, ten Qdoba. I can't believe. What's your guys' best burger? In-N-Out still, to me, is the best burger. I don't disagree. Uh, It's awesome. I'll agree. But but yep. yeah, but here's the deal though too. Like Paulie's making a big deal for Wendy's and Burger King. I'm telling you, Paul, have you ever had Shake Shack? Because Shake Shack oh, is another yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Shake Shack, without hesitation, yeah. is better than any other uh, hamburger joint outside of In and Out. It's 
unbelievable. It's like yep. it's cracking the hamburger is what it is. And for that one to be that low, I had a major problem with that. Yeah, I, I will tell the people he also has 18 uh, fast food restaurants in the also receiving out of the top 25. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the preseason yeah. AP poll. Oh, yeah, right. man. He's got like Sonic in like the 38 range. I've never had a bad meal at Sonic. Uh, that surprised me as well. Uh, Steve Portillo's is a Chicago place. The check-in in at number two. Sandwiches, okay. hot, hot dogs, all that. Oh, oh I've had a steak yeah, and cheese. At, yeah. Oh, a cheesesteak, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and, and that's serious. Seven, yeah. And move over Cal Ripken, because at number seven, Steak and Shake, Matt hit the drive through 38 days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. That's a fact. Yeah. in Vegas? No. He did that uh, when he was living in Yeah, yeah. Chicago? Okay. did that. Yeah. Wow. Well, there's one in, in South Point, isn't there? Yeah, 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 there is, yeah. Now there is, yeah. Yep. Okay. Mad Greek Cafe? What, what, what we got there? Very That's a good. 23. <laughs> yep, yep, very good. It's out here, Southwestern thing. There's one in Las Vegas that I know of. But here's the key. It's like uh, halfway when you make a drive from Vegas to L.A. and you are in the middle of nowhere, right, in uh-huh. the middle of the desert, there's one all of a sudden Baker comes up, and it's a home to, like, the biggest thermometer in the world, whatever. That Mad Greek Cafe, it's always open, and they have one of the best euros you're ever going to have. Okay. All right, Del Taco. Del Taco is an advantage play now with the with the uh, coronavirus. I mean, because uh, people are struggling. I mean, you go in there on a Tuesday and Thursday, you get like three tacos for two dollars. What an advantage uh, play that is! And no Taco Bell anywhere. See, they, no, they, no I garbage. got a problem. I got a garbage. problem with that. Like, the, not even uh, in the also receiving the Mexi melt at Taco Bell. Like, like just a tortilla rolled with beef, cheese, and pico. Like, like who, who hasn't gone through a Taco Bell drive through at like one thirty in the morning and thrown down like five of those? Oh, yeah. You, that might be the single best fast food item out there. Do you have Taco Johns on the East Coast? No, I do not. You do not have Taco Johns. Okay, and they're big in the Midwest. At That's least we very had good. In Minnesota and Wisconsin. He had Taco Johns at fifteen. I mean, that was uh, when I was in. When I was in college, I was legitimate B cup. I had a forty-two inch waist, and Taco John's was a reason why. And ten dollars all you can eat on Sundays. Oh my God! So oh, he's not joking. You, you get a it was a six pack and a pound, right? You get a pound of those potato olays, like the tater tots or the hash hash browns, and like yeah. I don't know, twelve ounces of nacho cheese sauce, and then you get three tacos or four tacos to go with it. Come on. Oh yeah. And this is and I tell you for. I was going to say, and for our, for the, our listeners out there who might want the entire, this is all available in uh, I think you guys the entire breakdown in Point Spread Weekly, which uh, I believe right now is still free to subscribe to. Like if people want to get the entire, like just fully appreciate Matt even more. Just just go to Visa dot com and download Point Spread Weekly and uh, and check yeah. it out. Might, Matt might even have tweeted it out. I don't know, but uh, yeah, he's got, a, he's got solid write ups on all of them. Sure. And everyone disagrees. Everyone has their own. I mean, I've, I've never had a bad meal at Sonic. I've never had a good meal at Arby's. I mean, I, I don't know what Arby's to get at Sonic. I don't know what to get at Sonic. Yeah. The menu is like uh, Andy Reid's play yeah. sheet. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, good mix though. Good uh, pops. Steve, Steve, did did you say that you've never had Freddy's? Bear, is that the same for you? I have not had never. Freddy's. Oh, I didn't even know it existed until last year. And so the new spot that we moved into now has one within 10 minutes of my house. Sensational. I cannot recommend it enough. Only Nevada? That I don't know. I think we got like a couple in Las Vegas, 
And other than that, I'm not sure. But if you guys come out here sometime again, uh, well, I'll try to go out of my way to bring it to you. Oh, it's okay. so, so, and the burgers are gigantic, so flavorful. Yeah, great menu. All right, so you guys are all KFC over Popeye's. Uh, chicken, yes. Chicken. Okay. Yeah. Not yeah. the sides. Not the sides. Uh, yeah, Popeye's has better sides. Popeye's has better biscuits, too. By a li- it's close. Yes. Close. Yes, I agree with you. Arby's ahead of Burger King is a disgrace. I agree. That is outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. I don't know. He should be tossing and turning for that one. He missed that yeah. one. He left some plays on the field there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, but this we is got... what we're talking about, guys. Yeah. This is what we're talking about because Paul's high on Burger King should be in the top ten. I wouldn't have it receiving votes. I hate Burger King. I haven't been there in more than a decade. The Whopper became way too sloppy. Um, tomato, ketchup, and mayonnaise on the same burger? What Are you kidding mm. You can't keep anything mm. in, in between the buns. And I, I promise you, I made a burger on the George mm. Foreman Grill yesterday that's better than a Whopper. That should not be the case. So anytime I, I can make a burger better than a Whopper, it can't be on the list. Well, well, here's the issue, and I mean everybody has their issues with with all the with all the places. Is who's working? You know, I, I I could go to three different Burger Kings in my area. I know which one I'm going to, and it's that easily the farthest one away. Uh, so um, the, the the pride we have when we put that Burger King uniform on. Uh, isn't represented the same <laughs> across the globe. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, Paulie knows where his good one is. Uh, same thing, yeah. you know, that, that's why I love in and out, in and out when they, you know, when you walk in, you see those hats on and that uniform, you know, you're getting A1 attention and, and the attention to detail. Well said. So I mean, just a standing ovation here at my place because on the west side <laughs> of Burger King, they always deliver. Matt's stuck on the east side. He says it's garbage. Come to the west side. Yeah. Come on. Great. Great rant. All right. Anything else before we go, gentlemen? This has been awesome. Oh, I hope I see you before the year's over. No kidding. I hope so too. I hope so too. Jeez. I, I was supposed. To, I, I, I was on a flight. I was on a flight the the, the morning at, uh, after Go Bear News. I was out, I was on at five a.m. I'm oh, canceled. Wow. On my way home from work that wow. night, and I was supposed to have three trips in draft, yeah. summer league, ugh. but yep, we'll get there. I was supposed to have two. I said, yeah, the draft in the first weekend of the, uh, the tournament. I, yep. I, I remember sitting, I remember sitting oh, here the night of the Gobert right. news, and it was like, I'm not even going to bother getting ready wow. to pack for any of this because none of this yep. is going to happen. Wow. Uh, it's, it's a long yeah. ways off, but if we get college basketball, would you guys come and consider coming back to Vegas for March Madness? No oh, doubt about it. Consider. Don't. I might have to drive. <laughs> I would drive. I, would. I know. I, th- I seriously would. You, you and I, 80 West. Let's go. Just I'm in. Go on the road and go. All right, boys. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate you guys' time. This was, this was a ton of fun. Let's do it again. Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys.